Um, Nikki actually sits here. He scratches his head a little bit. He's like clearly thinking with his face. I would definitely recommend you don't do that when you have a marginal hand. Hello everyone, I am Jonathan Little. Hope you're having a fantastic day. I'm here today with episode 332 of Weekly Poker Hand. And today we have a fun one from a $1,500 buy-in tournament that took place at Best Bet Jacksonville. This is the Fall Frenzy. Under the gun, Derek wakes up with the King-Queen offsuit. We are playing with a 15000 Big blind, he raises it up to 35,000. Notice that we are playing pretty deep stacked, at least he is. He has 800,000 chips, so he's sitting here with, what, 55 big blinds, something like that. So he raises it up with king, queen offsuit. Fold, 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 fold. Around to Nikki in the big blind with pocket eights. He also is playing very deep stacked. He elects to call. This is a great spot to call. You do not want to re-raise with your middle pair type hands. These are hands that flop amazingly well, and you would hate to three bet and then get four bet. That would be an absolute disaster. So this is a situation where Nikki has a very easy call. Now, Nikki does have more chips than Derek. So at the final table, if you are in a scenario where you have more chips than your opponents, you should at least generally consider being aggressive. However, from out of position, that is not the time to do it. So this is a spot where with a hand that flops really well, you don't want to mess this up. Also, Derek's raising under the gun. He could easily have a very, very strong hand that's going to four bet you. So just call, see a flop, and go from there. He does. Flop comes 10, 4, 2, 2 hearts, 1 diamond. Derek has king of hearts, queen of clubs. Nikki has the pocket eights. Nikki checks his pocket eights, as he should do with his entire range. And this is a spot where Derek should bet small with his entire range, I have to think, because he has a very big range advantage here. He does bet 30,000, so good, fundamentally sound bet size, bet strategy. And Nikki pretty quickly calls. Some people may look at this and think, oh, Nikki should raise with his um, pocket eights here because he doesn't want to get outdrawn by the various overcards. The problem with raising with pocket eights on 10-4-2 is that when you do get called, usually those pocket eights are in pretty bad shape. You're either going to be against an overpair, which you're in very bad shape against, or a very good draw, usually with an overcard or two, that also has plenty of equity against you. So this is a spot where pocket eights has a very, very easy check call. Turn is a nine of diamonds, so an interesting card. Nikki should certainly check again. And now Derek has to figure out if he wants to bluff this hand. So he only has a gut shot with two over cards, but I actually think this is a really good spot to bet. And the reason for that is because if you bet and get raised, you can just easily fold. You're probably in terrible shape. And if you bet and get called, you can at least consider bluffing the river. So here he bets 130,000 to the 150,000 pot. I love that bet size. This is a scenario where when Derek bets the turn, he fully recognizes that he is going to be betting with a very polarized range here, either good overpairs, sets, and draws. Now, it's important to make sure you think about in this scenario what draws are actually available. And you also have to be careful to not bet draws that have a decent amount of showdown value here. Because let's say Derek does have a hand like Ace Jack of Hearts for two overcards and a flush draw. If he bets this hand and gets raised, it is miserably bad because you probably have to fold if your opponent jams it all in. So you may not actually want to bet with your best draws. 
So if that's the case, you have to look for your weaker draws to bet that you don't really mind folding if you get raised. So in this scenario, I actually like the strategy a lot of betting with your best made hands that can easily call it off. And then also betting with your junky draws, like this king-queen, no flush draw, that will have to fold if you get raised. So back to Nikki, he has his pocket eights in this scenario. This is a terribly bad spot to be in, but I think it's just to fold. It's unfortunate, but this is a spot where unless Nikki has a 10 or a 9, which he's not going to have a ton of 9s on 10-4-2, but if he does have a 10 or a 9, he's not going to fold. But with pocket eights, I think you just have to let it go. If your opponent is value betting, you're in very bad shape. And if your opponent is bluffing, well, whatever they're bluffing with has some equity. Like right here, we see Derek has 23% equity with this very junky draw, right? Um, Nikki actually sits here. He scratches his head a little bit. He's like clearly thinking with his face. I would definitely recommend you don't do that when you have a marginal hand. But um, he does. He does think for a while and he lets it go. Now, the real question for you. If Nikki calls, should Derek bluff on a random blank river? Notice, though, there aren't actually a ton of very random blanks. Any heart or diamond could put up, uh, well, would put up a potential flush draw, either front door or back door. Um, an overcard would give Derek either top pair or a straight, besides an ace, um, which would be then be a very scary card, right? Um, a nine, seven, I'm sorry, an eight, a seven, a six, a five, a four, a three. All of those cards could very easily um, improve Nikki to two pair. So this is an interesting spot where there really aren't a ton of obvious blanks on the river. There are a few, but not a ton. But ask yourself in this scenario, say the river was the seven of spades, okay? Pretty, pretty blank river. In that scenario, if Nikki checks the river, should Derek bet again? Take a second, pause the video, think about it. And I'm gonna tell you what I would do. You back? In this scenario, if I was in Derek's shoes, I would definitely bluff the river. This king-queen has no showdown value when your opponent calls your turn bet, right? And you also have a lot of premium hands that would love to continue value betting. If you are going to bet here, very often you're going to want to use a pretty big size on the river because you're trying to get a 10 or a 9 to fold. Now, I'm not going to say that everybody would fold a 10 to a river bet every time, but certainly some people will, especially if you bet big enough. And I actually love a giant bet on the river, an all-in bet. Uh, maybe we'll be a little exploitative and not go all-in with our um, nut hands, like we had top set or something, or pocket aces. Maybe we don't actually go all-in with those. Maybe we bet smaller with those. Don't tell anybody that. You don't want to let them know you're super exploitable. But you definitely need to be betting big on this river with the king-queen. And if you're not, you're leaving a lot of money on the table. What a lot of people do very incorrectly is they bet the flop, with everything. They bet the turn with their best made hands and their draws, and then they only bet the river with their, um, what am I trying to say? What's the word? With their nut hands. There we go. So um, definitely make sure that you are not only betting with the nuts, because if you only bet with the nuts, you become very, very easy to play against. This time though, Nikki let it go, as he should. It's just a bad spot to be in with your pocket eights. And we move on to the next hand. But this is a very, very well-played hand by Derek that I think a lot of people just give up. They bet the flop, and then they just check behind the turn, check, check the river, and they lose. But I love Derek's play here a lot, and he capitalized on this scenario. If you enjoyed this video, 
make sure you check out my site, pokercoaching.com. You can actually get a free membership at pokercoaching.com slash free. Can't talk today. Sometimes you sit down to make a video and you just can't talk. Uh, so yeah, check that out, pokercoaching.com slash free. If you enjoyed this video, click like. I would appreciate it. Click subscribe. That goes a long way to helping the YouTube overlords know that you enjoy my work. And if you're listening to this audio, make sure uh, you write a review. I'd appreciate it. That's me for today. Good luck in your games. Have a fantastic week. I wish you only the best. And I'll talk to you next time.